you know, when you're about to start something new or you might try something new and you start that process of wanting to do it, you almost feel like an imposter. Does anyone else have that imposter syndrome? Oh my goodness. I've had imposter syndrome probably through so many stages of my life right now <laughs> that it feels, it, it just feels as if there's this weird film over me, this, this strange cloak, I guess you can call it that. It's a cloak. It's not a cloak of invisibility. <laughs> I wish it was, but it feels as if there's this cloak that I'm sporting around indicating, oh, this is what I'm doing, but it's not who I am because this cloak is hiding. You know, I'm being protected by the cloak of some kind. And I get that when I try new things realm and going to competitions with very established coaches and established gyms that even I looked up to <laughs> and to think I could stand on the floor with another person's level of expertise and we're on the same stage or the same or at the same meet, for example, I felt like such an imposter as if I should not be here. These people are so much better than me. They know more about the sport. They know how to get a kid to X, Y, and Z places. And I, I just felt, I felt naked out there. And I really, really needed that cloak. <laughs> I needed that cloak of in invisibility <laughs> to just hover over me and hide me because I felt exposed. I felt exposed as a pretender. I really, really felt exposed as a pretender. And I remember just talking to my boss at the time. We didn't go fully in depth into the feelings of imposter syndrome, but there was some great notes that he mentioned throughout my coaching career when we coached together. He kept reminding me that it takes time. I should feel the way I should feel because I didn't have the knowledge as the other coaches, even though we were standing on the same playing field. It's like a amateur football player standing on the field in an NFL arena, even though they play the same sport, one should be better because the other one, if they're, if, if we're comparing an NFL player to an amateur, they might stand on the same field but their level of expertise and experience is vastly different. And it should be like that. And I think in a weird way, imposter syndrome might be a version of protection to us. It might be a way to remind us that we're not where we want to be yet. Therefore, we have to keep pushing. Because if we stop putting pressure and pushing ourselves, then we're going to just continue to circle the drain in a very shallow way, thinking that we're better than we're not. <laughs> Even as a coach, I've been coaching for a long time, but I still struggle intensely with imposter syndrome. And now, though, I look at it not from a place of fear or anxiety driven. I see it as a way to push my education. I want to be better. I want to be better because I'm always thinking I need to take this imposter syndrome feeling this film off of me. So I'm actively increasing my knowledge. 
I'm actively practicing or I'm actively getting better or I'm actively looking up new drills or I'm actively trying to be a better coach. And even though the imposter syndrome, it, it feels like every step I take that improves my coaching in some way, the imposter syndrome line gets further out. That would be the negative side effect of imposter syndrome is when it when it holds us back so much that we don't even attempt to give whatever we're trying to do a shot. Because you might feel like an imposter for a long time. I still feel like that. I still feel like that. And I think the greatest benefit of it, though, is because I already know it's going to be on me, I'm not as nervous to try something different. I'm not as nervous to try something new because now I view impostering instead of a fear that I don't want to do it. I see it as, okay, that's where this next level is. Therefore, I have to do more to get to that next level. Or I have to learn more to get to that next level. Or I have to to gain my knowledge. I have to get more experience to get to that next level. So it's a constant push. It's like someone's behind you with their hands on your upper back, around your shoulders, and they're just constantly pushing you. They're not thrusting you. And that might be why sometimes imposter syndrome feels scary to a lot of people because we we feel as if we're thrusted into this new realm of what we're trying to figure out, this new thing, this new domain. We're just thrust into it and now, whoa, what do we do? Let's run, right? Or let's let's turn around and go the other way because we're nervous instead of a constant gentle pressure of a push. I'm always looking for someone to put pressure on me now. I'm always looking for a feeling of uncertainty. And I think that's what I like now about having this film of imposter syndrome. There's this uncertainty around it. And when I feel uncertain now, now, again, (laughs) let me rephrase and, and go back a few. At one point when I felt uncertainty in my life. Oh, it was, mm -mm, that's a danger. That's dangerous. Like think caution tape, danger, danger, run. But now that I formed a relationship with these feelings, I'm okay with poking my nose around different places, feeling a little bit insecure and uncertain about these new things I'm trying. But every time I choose to try it, even though I feel like an imposter, even though I feel as if I'm not good enough, I might feel that, but I'm still willing to get better at it because I think maybe this film will get washed off. So it's weird. (laughs) It's a weird balance that we have to have. I love the, or I like how it sometimes feels of being an imposter in a domain that I don't know a lot about because it actively is forcing me to get better. But then at the same time, I have to be very accepting of the fact that I might feel like this for a long time because you can always compare yourself to someone with more experience. You can always compare yourself to someone that's better. You can always compare yourself to something that's greater. So if you use it, if you use that type of comparison in a healthy way, it can be beneficial to you. It doesn't always have to be the negative side. It's just when we start comparing in a negative way that halts us. 
you have to view this uncertainty and this fear in a different way. You have to form a better relationship with that and know that if it's uncertain and fearful, I don't have to dive in head first into a shallow pool. I can inch my way in as long as it keeps you moving forward. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want to reach out to me further, I am on the social media platforms of Instagram and Facebook. I am trying TikTok. I don't know how that's going to go. We'll see. (laughs) I'm not really sure what to do with that just yet. But Instagram, TikTok, all you have to do is type my name in, Lisa L. Calhoun, and we can connect. And what better way to spread love, joy, talk, I love thought-provoking conversation. Reach out, connect, see you soon.